She miserable, says she's stressed. So make it by some SES. I just the loving, them are repressed. Them here say, we are the best. That's why I lost your coat, my home, and I blow up my phone. She wants the vitamin S. She wants the vitamin S. I share it because she wants the vitamin S. They want the vitamin S. Kiss our teeth. And I will bleed. Feel so sweet. Scarred your feet. Vitamin S. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That was a remix. You didn't know I was on that part? I, I live for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you you want to repeat? Mm-mm. Vitamin S. Mm. You like that part? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Why you gotta look at me like that? You gotta make people feel better about their stupid choices. Listen, I'm with it. I'm with it. I love you. <laughs> this grin like this. <laughs> you look stupid. I look stupid. <laughs> Shut up. Start over. Oh, God. I have brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We're back. Hello. Welcome to Her and Her. No, no, no. You wanna know what I'm excited about? What? Our new intro song. Oh. Yep, I put you on the spot. Show did. I'm so excited, guys. I'm so excited. Because we're going to be able to hear one of the hers. <laughs> Use her very good vocal cords that God gave her. Yes, so yes, she could, yes. So she could blow the mic off, you know, yes. blow, blow the house down real quick. Blow it down, baby. Blow it down. Mm-hmm. I, I told you I could, do a, I could do a little ending for you, you know? All right, all right. Uh, so after you finish, and then I'm going to hop on and like, hi, Boom, and then you do a little drum real quick with a hi-hat. Break it on down, break it on down. Then you hit it with the mix too, mm-hmm. and I come back in. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. And then I can finish it off right there for you. Okay. But that's just that's just, that's just to put a you know, small little cherry on top. Okay. That's it. All you right, know what right, I mean? Right. You the cake and the icing. But Thank just, you. I just, appreciate You know, that. just a small little cherry. You know, the little ones that come in the container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would know the name. <laughs> Whatever. Woo! But yes, her and her in this bitch. We're in here. We're here. <laughs> yes. Hello. Meek and Mild today. <laughs> hello. Speaking of Meek, but anywho, oh damn. We we'll get back to that. But yes, guys. And where can they find us, baby? So you can follow us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on Instagram. Our uh, username is Her and Her Podcast. Boom. Um, on all social media platforms, make sure that you like, subscribe, follow us, and share. You can even subscribe to us, um, our podcast on the iTunes podcast platform, and that'll send you alerts and all types of cool stuff when we post new tracks and things like that. Yes, and I love the fact that when I subscribe now, it pops up on my phone. Yeah. On uh, the little podcast app, and it says, two new episodes from Her and Her. Yeah, It gives me so excited. I screenshot them. That's funny. <laughs> I love it. Two love new it. episodes on iTunes. I live for it. Hype. People always ask me, like, how did you get it on there? I said, listen, between research, the two of us, one giving up, one figuring it out, one like, it's God at this point. Mm-hmm. I couldn't walk you through it. You couldn't. <laughs> I don't even remember. 
I don't need. I just remember struggling. <laughs> couldn't walk you through it. Couldn't tell you the first step. Couldn't tell you the first step. And then we step. gave up and went back to it mm-hmm. like a week later. I was like, oh, I did it. I think so. I think it's here. <laughs> mm. But yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what happens when you got two brains, you know, because two sometimes better than, than one, one, you know. You know it, baby. Man. Oh, let's not forget how they can find us so they can find Mina Pearl. On Instagrams <laughs> at Mina Pearl, M-E-E-N-A-H-P-A-R-L. Boom. And where can they find you? They can find me on Instagrams as well. At Elizabeth Jedinay, E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H-D-I-E-U-D-O-N-N-E. So, girlfriend, our topic today Mm. is why don't women initiate more? My eyes is rolling so far back in my head right now. (laughs) So far back. Like back and back. But okay. We could dig into this. And we're also going to get into body image, Mm -hmm. you know, um, accepting truly your outer self Mm -hmm. and how that can be so beneficial to your confidence and you moving forward Mm -hmm. and just aligning yourself with yourself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, We're also going to tap into her story today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You sound like you got a story to tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hot off the press. (laughs) And um, we're probably going to close out with our quote. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to jump into it. Let's get it popping. So, our first question um, is how I lost my train of thought. Women? Yes. Why don't women initiate more um, in dating, in the bedroom, um, just across all all forms in a relationship, in an intimate relationship? Mm -hmm. Why do you think women just feel like that's not a place for them you want to go first you want me to go first you you look like you're ready (laughs) so i literally just had this conversation with a guy and he was like oh if he doesn't hit me up or reach out like we won't speak and to me it's just men today are extremely indecisive and lackadaisical. And lackadaisical, exactly. And if you tell me what it is, or if you tell me, like, you let me know for sure, for sure, like, and I, there's no doubting about, like, your actions show me pure interest. You know what I mean? No yeah. fuckery. I'm all in. I might hit you up. I might call you. But once I'm, I, I'm going to go, and this might not always be a good thing, but I go off of what you give me. I'm, I'm that kind of girl. I am. I don't so, think anything's wrong with that. I know, but I know some people be like, oh, just, just call. But at the same time, I'm, you, I'm not about to be out here with egg on my face. I'm for not, no reason. For no though. reason, because it yeah. happens on a right. It happens already. But let me at least choose that I wanted to be in a situation that, I, that, that led me to being an egg. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I feel like, yeah, he was just like, if he don't reach out to me, like, I won't, he won't, we won't speak. And I'm just like, what do you expect from me? I'm supposed to keep texting you? I think so. It's not happening. It's not happening, and it's irritating. So he wants you to, okay, so, because this is a vicious cycle, right? He reaches out, 
you reach out, you talk for a little bit, the conversation ends, no one hits each other up, then he randomly hits you up again, and then you're like, okay, I see some initiative here, let me go for it, okay, they invite you to go out, let's go out, and the conversation is, I find you attractive. Okay, what would you like to do with that, though? Because yeah. I find myself attractive, too. Right. That's why I, I get up and, you know. Love myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but, know. But I don't really I don't really know what you consistently telling me that is doing for our relationship. Yeah. And I'm just like and that's another thing. So I think that the the being straightforward is important. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't be expecting for a woman to hit you up all the time or to initiate anything when she's unsure of what this is or what her position is or what she what you feeling. Exactly. I also think that um another part of the question is is I guess they feel like regardless, like Regardless where he stands, if you see something, would you initiate it? Like, if you're attracted to a guy, would you initiate? Would you make the first move? I have before, but I I honestly don't think that, not that it's not a woman's place, but a man is the hunter. That is just in their nature to to hunt. Mm -hmm. And I think that when the roles reverse, them niggas, they don't know how to act. Men don't know how to act because that's not their fucking role. To be sought after. I just Correct. don't think that they, they don't play their part well. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like They don't follow through. If they didn't catch you and they weren't looking for you and pouncing on you, it's almost as if like it doesn't, it's, not, it's not valid. Like it, there was no... It's not enough there to keep the interest. Yeah, there was no chase. Right. There was no chase. And men like a chase. Sorry, whether they want to say they don't. Men like that. They're hunters naturally. Yeah, they don't want to do it for eight months. Right. But- Yes. But, yeah. Because, you, I mean, granted, as much as you think that you would like a girl that, and I'm not saying this has nothing to do with how long it takes you to have sex. Because mm-hmm. I think people equate those two things. Like, oh, if you easy, that means you had sex on the first night. No, nah, I've seen girls who have sex quickly and give a nigga a hard time. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't equate those two things. Now, it's a little harder once you do that and then try to play a game. You got you. You better you better have all your tricks in your bag. You better be have hard a, to get after you already right, get it. right, right. I mean, unless you're one of those kind of girls who just like, listen, I needed it too, and it is what it is, and you could deal with it however you want. But that, that don't that don't change what the situation is. So if you one of those, that's fine too. You know what I mean? Ain't no shade, no nothing. But a man also is that's the that's that's what he's actually chasing. Right. So you give it up, and it's like, oh, okay, no. Nope. Right, it's unless un, unless it's a mutual understanding that wow we have a a crazy. crazy attraction for one another, and regardless of what what took place, and it still continued to grow mm-hmm. and cool, you know what I mean. But um, you got to really be in tune to know if that's where that guy is really at. Right, you know what I mean. Um, but I don't think it's a woman's place. Mm-hmm. I'm totally against it, and not to say like totally against it in every way shape or form but i'm against it in the beginning yeah um and i agree with you in terms of you know the men being the hunter um it takes a lot to gain a man's interest it takes a lot for a man to fall in love it takes a lot for a man to feel like you're the only one for him it takes a lot for a man to feel like he could build a life with you it takes a lot for a man who most people believe should have multiple wives or multiple women because that's what they think God intended them to do to procreate with many, many women and grow the earth and you know. 
So their eyes are always wandering. Mm -hmm. So for a man to feel like you're his it, I could figure this out. I can put all those other emotions at bay and make this work. He has to want you so bad that he can't think of anybody else. Mm -hmm. And when that kind of, when that's kind of taken away from him, he feels like he doesn't have as much work to do. And so another woman's going to take his focus. Mm -hmm. Um, And not saying that that can't happen, even if he does feel like you're the only one. That's not my point. The point is, is that most men are going to continue to seek what they're looking for. Like, Oh man, I really like her. We had a really good time. We really vibe together. I want to be around her more. Like, if you're the person who's constantly calling and reaching out, a man automatically connects it to he's being annoyed mm-hmm. or or she's too clingy mm-hmm. or um, she's looking for more than I can give her. Like when a man's involved, he don't care how he look to a certain extent. They don't. They you know do I mean? not care and about that. It's also very easy for a woman to fall in love. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. Like she could not even be attracted to you. But if you give her everything else that she's looking for, she'll fall in love with you. It's easy. You know what I mean? That's the nature of who we are. So I feel like it's essential for it to work for a man to do the seeking, mm-hmm. the man to make the initiations. Um, but that does not mean that the woman doesn't make sure that his love is reciprocated. That doesn't mean that she doesn't show him the same efforts. You know what I mean? Um, and I also feel like, of course, every woman wants to be pampered and loved and treated like a queen. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but don't forget to treat your king like a... Don't forget to treat... Don't forget to treat the queen king. has to treat her man like a yeah. king. Yeah. and But, you know, I think it's... Not to cut you, but I think it's like men assume, right? Like, there's a specific person that I know, <laughs> and he... He uh, has all these hangups about what he wants, what a woman should do, blah, blah, blah. I want my dick sucked every night. I want mm-hmm. I want this, this, and that, this, and that. Mm-hmm. But you have to treat the other person that you're requiring all this, this stuff from. You got to treat them like royalty as well. Absolutely. You can have all of that. Yep. You and can more. have whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'll be saying. Like. So if you and when a man just doesn't want to, he just doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Because I let you know from 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 the door, you treat me like a queen. Oh, it's the world is yours. Right, it's yours. And I think a lot of men just don't realize that though. Mm. And then that transfers over to the bedroom. Like I've been with the man and and. Okay, like two different kind of men. Like the men who in the bedroom is like, it's all about you. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about the woman. It's about pleasing you. Like whatever whatever you need, I'm your servant in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And those are probably the most passionate um, sexual experiences I've ever had. Because once a man is that giving and submissive to it you in you that, hell yeah. So, and so the passion is limitless. Um, when you get in a bedroom with a man who feels like you need to get on your knees, you need to be doing this. First of all, I find that to be, um, demeaning. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta love you real hard. And God had to come and whisper in my ear for me to get on anybody's knees, but moving on. Um, (laughs) um, but I feel the views expressed by one, her (laughs) do not apply to the other. No, it doesn't. That's how I feel. But, um, but, oh yeah, yeah. So I feel like, you know, once 
the two of you are on the same page, like, and there's a real balance there. Oh, it's it's amazing. But when you come into the bedroom expecting, first of all, all these expectations. First of all, how about we go into the bedroom with the 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 presence of to give and to love. You know what I mean? That's that's I I agree with you 100%, yeah. but that is so not no motive of like sex in today's world. Correct. The love thing is like a whole separate entity in the realm of sex. Mm-hmm. Like it's sex and then there's love. Yep. And um I'm I never really have been a fan of emotionless sex. I mean, of of course we all can have it, but I gotta really like you. Like I gotta like you. I can't just be like, oh, you cute, and because I think that that eradicates so many things that I I need in sex. So I mean, there'd probably be sex, but I'd probably walk away from it feeling like, yo, what the fuck did I just do just now, son? So that would never work for me. Oh, you block it out. <laughs> Listen, I got enough things to block out. I can add. I can't add too many. You know, can't add too many. Yeah. Once you feel one, once you feel that one feeling of, yo, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Most girls who th- that shit really made you feel crazy, you're not about to do it again. Son. You're not. That's very valid. You're not about to do it again. Now those would be like, ah, yeah, it is what it is. I moved on. I'm sexually fluid. Then you do you. But for me, yeah, sexually fluid landed me almost in a straight jacket. So I can't. It's, it's, it's not a quick for me. It also takes me a very long time to, to, to bring my walls down. So Sexually fluid mm-hmm. leads you to problems. <laughs> leads you to depression. <laughs> there has to be an end to your fluidity. <laughs> you got to have a break and stop your point. Okay, you got to put a barrier up at some point, okay? Because the water is just flowing just too easily. <sighs> but, um, yeah, and so just... Back to my point that it just it needs to be like a mutual understanding of just giving and love, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. I think at that point, then it's amazing. Um, and you also have to go into the bedroom with like no inhibitions, like just mm-hmm. this is it. I'm I'm free. I'm doing this. Like I'm loving it because mm-hmm. you start going in there. Like <laughs> for example, our past guest was referring to the fact that I don't know if you remember like two episodes ago um and he was like he was mad i don't know if he said this on air was he talking about um when he had a sexual experience with this girl and he was tight that she didn't give him head and so he got up Mm -hmm. and went into the bathroom did he talk about that on air was it off air i think it was off air oh well anyway i'm bringing it up (laughs) so anyway literally he goes down on her and she doesn't do it right away she doesn't do it she doesn't reciprocate right away he gets up and goes in the bathroom and stays in there for several minutes because he's upset. Like, what message do you think that's sending? You not first of about all, that. he wouldn't have found. She wouldn't have found. He he would have came outside to an empty bed. Okay, right. because I'm like, huh? Like, what did you say? Oh, you need a minute, and then you stayed in there for. First of all, I'm, now I'm scared. Right. What's and going I, on? And, I, and I'm heading to the CVS because now I, I got all kind of shit in my head going mm-hmm. crazy. Like, what? What? What's going on? Um, I think that for. I mean, for any age, I think that's immature, but also for an older men, older women who you've had enough sexual experiences to know, like, a certain etiquette in the be- in the bedroom, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, pick up your pants and, and go to sleep, go home. Something. That's it. That's better than you going in the bathroom like a baby, throwing a tantrum. First of all, and then who told you to do that? Who told you to give her head? Nobody told you to do that. 
Yeah, and nobody said that that equals that. No one said that. Mm-hmm. Unless y'all had a conversation about it. Uh, y'all right. was like head for head. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> which, is, which, which would turn me all the way off and mm-hmm. we would have never got to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, but how you, how you just straight, just, just was like, nah, I'm good and got up and left. Like that's so disgusting and disrespectful. So however, however that ended up, but then you come back outside and you're like, nah, you know, I was better now. <laughs> and my mouth is closed for business. That's what she should have said to him. It's closed. I'm better now. I'm better No, now. it never went down. Like it never, like she never gave a head. Oh, like good. You just, they just good. had sex, but you went in there for several minutes and came back and said, oh, I'm okay now? All right. I don't like, like, okay, that's another thing that makes you not want to initiate. When men, like, they just over-sexualize you and you feel objectified and it's just like, yep. like, I have somebody that texts me. We'll be having a conversation or they'll do something for me, like a favor. And I'll be like, oh, my God, thank you. You're the best. What that mouth do is a response. Nigga, I should fucking jump through that. He's like, we're friends first, and you know who it is. And so it's funny because it's him, but I be telling him, like, nigga, shut the fuck up. And I text him back, what does your mouth do? You're right. What, what's up with your mouth? Exactly. How about that? And that's another thing. And if we ever were in a situation where I felt like doing it, I, I wouldn't just because of that. Just because. Yeah, and I need um, specifics. Because when I ask you what that mouth do, I'm going to send you pictures and I'm going to give out. you a I form. Go. I'm going to need you to fill out and tell me specifically so I know what I'm what I'm getting in this. So, because when I respond, I'm going to tell you what mine's do. But I'm going to need, because, you know, men need direction. So, yeah. I'm going to need to let you know specifically. Just do your alphabets. No, 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 no. I'm a grown-ass woman. Alphabets ain't going to work for me. <laughs> alphabets ain't going to work for me. I need you to know what you're doing at this point. So, like I said, I'm going to give you my five, my five needs. My five needs. Yo. And I need to know if you could. One, I need to know from your past experiences, oh, has her legs ever shaked? No. Yep. Then I don't need weak. to even do the other four because I'm that means that you're still doing your alphabets. Weak. Can't do it. And I'm not in the business of teaching all the time. That's another thing. Not no. a certain thing. No. Number two, have you ever gone down a girl and she's hollering? No, never. Oh, I, there's no need for me to go to number three. That means you still don't know what you're doing. So I, I, I'm not even going to continue. And that's all I have to say about that. Oh, my God. That just that. You know what we need to do? We need to ask him, like, your last partner, can I get her phone number? No, I don't want to talk to her. Yeah, I want to know. So, how was your sexual experiences? Rated from one to ten. That bitch tell me anything less than five. Then I don't need to. I don't need to add another notch on my belt. You no, know, he's five, but he's a good guy. <laughs> Get the hell out of my face! <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I ain't initiated for this dumb shit. Mm-mm. It gotta be worth it. Mm-hmm. So that ain't never gonna work for me. I don't know. Yet. I ain't initiating nothing. Okay, one time. It was one time. I the entire time I dated somebody. Um, you know, a girl was just oof the the sexual the sexual energy was just rolling around, mm. rolling around like tumbleweed inside of me. <laughs> like tumbleweed. And uh he got off of work and I was looking for him. Girl, I was just looking for him. I was like, Where are you? Like in your car looking for him? No, no, uh-uh. like, like on my phone looking oh, for okay. him. And he was like, I just got off of work, I'm home. Girl it was early, early morning. I found myself <laughs> my, I found I found two pieces of clothes to put in the whole bag. <laughs> I got in my little car. And you was out? I drove over there. The nigga was half asleep. It was going it was, it was going on. Though. It was popping. Niggas, damn near. I'm over there by myself. Just me. Me and what I need from him. Nigga, damn near sleep. He wakes up. Like, it's just, it was just, I had to get what I needed to get. It was, it was a moment. It never happened again, you know. It was just, 
It's a fluid moment. I was being fluid. <laughs> and yo, there's nothing wrong with that, yo. And your and your husband one day will be very excited. <laughs> She be the bitch. You come home. She got four cookies on her on her titties. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, you ready for dessert? <laughs> bitch, I'm hungry. What's for dinner? Man. You gonna you gonna get that nigga? Vegan, nah, vegan cookies on my birthday. <laughs> you see them? They vegan, baby. You gonna be tight? Mm-mm. Where the spaghetti at, girl? Now, no, I, I'm I'm all down for the initiation in the bedroom, but the like. Walk up to a dude or the, nah, not doing it. Now there's certain kind of women who believe like that's the like oh I don't get approached and that's the only way that it's gonna work for me. Mm. But if you're still single, obviously that's not working for you it's either. Not. So I'm not saying that you just don't absolutely don't do it at all. Like if it's natural, like Mm-mm. you know you sitting down you sitting down at a bar and then you know you just happen to start talking about drinks or something like that and it just flows into that that's a different story but i mean like blatantly getting up out of your seat to go and like like a nigga looking for a bit right a woman <laughs> a woman but you know i feel like that also like for some men that are into like reading energy it reads like very aggressive a yes. lot like it's a lot yeah and men aren't as strong as you think they are so not they weak it's not really going to work out for them. They need to feel like I'm the man. There's certain man things that they want to be able to say they do and do well. And you can't take those things away from them. Mm-hmm. And then you got some men who are okay with not fulfilling those specific kind of roles. Like, you remember we were um, we were watching, I don't know if you saw this episode, but it was, um, oh gosh, not the 90 Days, the other one. Uh, Married, Married at First, first sight. sight. And she was having a real hard time with the guy that she was engaged to married to that um he just didn't fulfill those like stereotypical man roles like take care of the garbage wash the dogs like fill up your gas tank you know certain things that she was accustomed to like just an energy too about him that he Mm -hmm. that she he didn't have and she was like even though i'm attracted to him she was like just him not having that element is making it a really hard time for us to get to the place of being romantic and intimate in the bedroom and I'm like, wow, you don't realize how important that is, you know what I mean, to you. Because you probably said that to the therapist, like, okay, this is important to me. But you've never had a relationship that didn't have it. So you really wasn't equipped to mm-hmm. what that was. And all the other things that were more important to you is what they chose for you. Mm-hmm. And so when you experienced it and you were like, I think she really said that, wow, I did not realize how important it is for you to be a man's man would affect us in the bedroom mm. and so for, for a long time like he's a punk yeah like even when they did the recap they still didn't have sex mm. and this was past the, the, the what, three months or something mm. like like they still and they were fine and i mean like he was going through it on the show so i was surprised that they like didn't decide to get a divorce i remember that couple he was like yeah we're working on it. i hope we get there soon mm-hmm. soon is still far away mm-hmm. i would like to know right now like is what's at this it? point you just have to just jump into it like yeah stop like how long are you gonna do this for you're married three years you're, later you just just gotta say just screw it just just go for it and see what happens yeah. like y'all want to stay together obviously if you stay married right so just oh, go man. for it like just say okay let's make it happen tonight what are you looking for that like right. i mean i know what she's looking for we're all looking for it but you decided an unorthodox way to do things so you're gonna have to continue to do things unorthodox 
just jump into it just like you did this marriage like mm-hmm. i feel like one part of it you were okay with doing it in an unconventional way and then the other parts you wanted to be traditional right which is nothing wrong with that however way it works for you but come on man let's how long you want this man to be crossing his legs and going in the other room he was literally waking up early in the morning and going in the other room to take care of himself oh that's so horrible <laughs> Oh my god. One day she found her, she opened the door. I was like, oh, what are you doing in there? That's not nice. Yo, I was dying. That is not nice. Oh, I was crying. I was crying. That episode was so funny. I mean, he did what he had to do. But that's not nice on her. That's not nice on her end. She's not comfortable yet. What you want her to do? This is your husband. This is not just somebody from off the street. You decided, she still felt like he was a stranger. You jumped into a marriage. You did. You might as well jump into sex. Yeah, with them ugly purple shoes she had on her wedding Yo, dress. But I'm that's done. me neither here there. But I'm, um, <laughs> well, I'm over you. I cannot deal. Oh, but yes, girl. I mean, that's just how I feel about it. Me too. Men just need to be more upfront, and they need yeah, to. I be... think it's their role. I think yeah. it's their role, and I don't have anything against women who are fine with being the initiator. That's cool. Not cool for me. Not gonna work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just that. You know, case by case basis. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, I saw this picture of um this um full full figure um woman and the caption was um i'm a size 22 mm-hmm. but i'm gonna make it look bad or like dope mm-hmm. i forgot exactly what she said but i'm gonna make it look sexy as hell something like that she said and she looked so good she she created something like out of jeans and it was like really dope i'm actually gonna copy it but what i loved about the picture is like everything i preach and embody about is not about the clothes that you wear it's about um um accepting who you are and loving who you see in the mirror and that is such a big big deal about you moving from one space of your like physical and spiritual connection to yourself to the next because you know I always say to people like you know when you struggle with um body image you then that leads to lack of confidence that Mm -hmm. leads to poor dress choices that leads to absolutely you pick up you pick up men that's not good for you I mean it leads to an immense amount of things so it starts with self and body image is a huge thing and um what is her name? I just showed you the thing. And Ashley I t- Graham. Yes. Ashley Graham won the Glamour Woman of the Year. And I just loved her message. And she pretty much was just like, you know, her body stopped her from doing so much of her life for so long. And she was like, you know, I just want other women to love yourselves. And don't let your body stop you from um, reaching your dreams or whatever you desire. Don't let your body do that to you, you know. And she's a beautiful woman. She really is. And the, the campaigns that you see her do, like she's breaking an immense amount of barriers. And... I think that her being able to carry carry that on her shoulders and being so proud and confident sets such a precedence for the rest of the women out there in the world who are full figured and are struggling with the fact the struggling with that fact, you know what I mean? And you got to love yourself before you want to change it. Mm-hmm. Cuz some women are size 22 and fine with that mm-hmm. and like, you know, I'm going to be healthier and I want to work out and stuff like that, but I'm not doing it to lose weight. I just want to become healthier in my, in the in the realm in which I'm which I'm at and that's fine as long as you don't got no health conditions and you're not gasping for air and you can mm-hmm. move and do what you need to do then then you're perfectly fine but for you to make a change you got to love what you see first mm-hmm. and 
And even if you don't love it, let's just say, for instance, you look in the mirror and you hate it. What are you willing to do to change that, though, so that you do love it, so that you can get to the place where you feel super comfortable in your skin, you know? Right. And um, I think one of the one of the initial steps too, like for me, and I think also too, like, okay, full figured women, you know, average size women, skinny women, we all have our own like issues. You know what I mean? Like I think girls who are rather skinny or small shouldn't look at big women and think, Oh, they're, they're not beautiful and vice versa. Like, and big women should look at skinny and be like, Oh, what you complaining about you skinny. We all got insecurities regardless if you small or whatever. Cause you know, I always tell you this, like, I hate when people say, oh, you skinny. No, I'm not. Like, I'll show you what my definition of skinny is. I'm small. I'm a petite girl, yes, but I'm far from skinny, what my definition of it is. You know what I mean? So it's like, don't place labels on people they didn't ask you to place on them. Like, I'm not over here telling you that you fat. I didn't tell you that. I said, oh, girl, you fat. Mm-hmm. Or I don't do that. You know what I mean? So don't parade around. Because some girls are uncomfortable with that. Some girls don't want to be that. You know what I mean? And, um... Sometimes you meet really small girls and they're like, y'all don't want to be small. I'm over here drinking protein. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So whatever your definition of beauty is, it's fine. But as long as you love yourself first before you even, because what happens is if when you look in the mirror and you see something negative and you hate it, you're going to continue to destroy it. Right. And you're going to continue to let it down. You're not going to be good to it. So it's like, you got to make peace with her first. You know what I mean? Before you make those steps to say, I want to do different or make, or make her better in any way, shape or form, you know? Mm, yeah i agree you know i personally have dealt with those things like Mm -hmm. i have big breasts i have thighs like you know i don't have a super super flat stomach like that's not that's not my build you know right and as i got older i was able to appreciate my body obviously you always want to improve and you know you want to look balmy a bathing suit whatever that means to you (laughs) so for me that's my thing um but i you got to learn how to love what you got and work with it like and even if you changed it next year, you still got to make it through the rest of your year with the body you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's And that's why I look at it as like my health journey. It's a journey. It's not it's not one destination. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not one day thing. Like it's everything from my, from my, the way I eat to everything. Like, you know what I mean? So, and I think that all of that is a part of like your self-love. Like your diet, the things you put in your mouth, the things you put in your body. And it's not about being skinny, obviously, like you said. But I think all those things matter. And I think just being present with yourself and realizing like, okay, I don't have a body like her. I don't have a body like the girls I see out there. But my body is beautiful. Yep. It's beautiful. It, it it's I'm healthy. Like my legs work. My arms work. Mm-hmm. My, my little my little chinky eyes are beautiful. Like <laughs> my, my, my breasts are beautiful. Like... I'm beautiful. Yep. And you have to keep, even if you don't feel it all the time, you have to keep telling yourself that. Hell yeah, At you some do. point, you're going to fucking believe it. You have to feel it. Like, this is what you got. <laughs> what you have is what you got. Mm-hmm. Those breasts that you got, whether they flat, whether they a, a, a G, <laughs> whatever oh, they are. Or A. Exactly. You in a training bra and you 23? That is what it is. Exactly. You better wear that. You better wear that. Or no bra at all. You better flaunt that, girl. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> wear them slinky tops. I'd be like, oh, I wish I could wear that. Exactly. You know? And yeah. I think it's I think it's beautiful when you when you reach that point and you feel like, oh my God, I feel good about who I am. And you don't realize when you feel good, the frequencies that you send out to other people, they pick that up. That energy, people pick it up. Like, you know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. attract you attract different people. You attract better things. And so that's for me, like my, my main thing is to feel good inside so that I shine outward and it's just 
my light is even brighter than it already is, you know? Absolutely, I agree. How do you feel about um, women who get plastic surgery because they're unhappy with how they look? And, and will state, I got it because I want to look perfect. I battle with this myself, um, going back and forth, like, would I ever, should I ever, or should I just be content with what I have? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to enhance things or stuff like that. But when there's really a root issue, it's dangerous. And I think that most people that do probably have a root issue, whether you want to say it's minuscule or if it's a grand thing, it's it's a big thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so dangerous when you start doing stuff like that because it's like you're never going to be satisfied. Right. It's almost like you say, like, you know, if I just have this, I'll be OK. If my if, if I just get my breast to a D cup, I'll be fine. I'm just tired of having flat, flat breasts. You go get your D cup. You're still miserable. You know, maybe if I just go and do this, you're still miserable. There's something that we have to work on on the inside. And if you feel like, I love myself how I am, but, you know, sometimes in my dress, I just wish I could fill it out a little differently, you know. If that's your thing, go for it. Whatever makes you happy. But you have to make sure it's really, that's really going to make you happy. Because you can't just be going putting yourself under the knife just for something that you think is going to fix what you feel. And it's not. Just like women feel like getting a man is going to make them feel better. It's not. You got to fix whatever's going on with you. And it's okay. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, and that's why I said earlier, like, you have to love you first before you decide to make any changes. Mm-hmm. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because people who struggle with anorexia and bulimia are making a change, but it's not a good one. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, and people who, are, who don't love themselves and decide, okay, I'm going to go and get me a stylist Mm -hmm. and help me. Yeah. But most stylists, their aim is to just find clothes that fit your body Mm -hmm. where you are currently at this moment that you feel good in and keep you moving. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to ask you, what are you really dealing with? Why you even decided to do this? What make, what, why are you uncomfortable? What makes you feel like this is a solution, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to start at a place where at the core, because at some point these clothes aren't going to fix it. Mm-hmm. it's only going to it's it's going to dress up what you're what you're trying to hide mm-hmm. so if you don't hit it from the core then you're going to find yourself in predicaments and in places you don't want to be in uh putting your finger down your throat doing diuretic pills mm-hmm. um deciding to say um okay i want to go and get surgery because you you have unresolved issues with yourself um i was watching the doctors the other day huge huge uh fitness girl on instagram called um body by jay mm-hmm. and um she went on the show talking about um, when she first like a couple years ago mm-hmm, and she was like you know she knew a couple of girls and they was baby you saw the story you saw the yeah and so she was like oh she went to um a couple of girls told her like okay you know you call this number you meet them at this hotel room and you bring um all cash and they'll meet you there you'll have the procedure done they'll tell you what you need to do and you'll be straight she said the procedure was cheap so the doctor was like what's cheap she was like four thousand dollars that's not cheap now granted what is she- in 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 real life in real like going to go get what is it called bbdls BBL. right yes like 10 in comparison to that yes but your life is on the line but this was the crazy part that like blew my mind right 
So she starts to describe like what happened. Like she's walking you through it. Like, okay, she made the call. She said, I got my money. I, I, I get the hotel room. She said the man comes in there with a bucket. Like, like oh a, okay, you ever went to like, um, a game and and it's be those huge like five ten gallon um jugs mm-hmm. and it um has like a little spout mm-hmm. okay so his has like a spout but it's like he can co- connect a tube with a syringe right so that's where he comes in that's it it's just that big gallon container and several syringes he tells her to take her pants off and lay on the bed that now now, now let me just back this up the first thing that had an issue is one, you didn't even try to pretend like you didn't even put on a nurse's jacket or something. You just came in regular clothes. I don't know if you washed your hands. I don't even know if you had gloves on. I don't know if that syringe is clean. Step two. I don't know what's in there. She never even asked what's in the container. You don't know if the syringes are clean. That was number two. Number three, he told you to take your pants off. He could have raped you. Right. For $4,000. He could have raped you. He could have had a line of men outside waiting for you. He could have killed you in that room. Right. You could have, he could have, after he injects you, he's not waiting to make sure you're okay. He injects you, he walks out the room, he takes, collects his money, and he's out. You could have died in there by yourself. And nobody would have known because I guarantee you were ashamed, so you didn't tell anybody mm-hmm. anything. So, like, all these things, and I mean, granted, yes, yeah, she said, you know, I was young, I stupid, stupid, and I made a bad decision, but that just tells you, like, she was so unhappy. She didn't get down to the core of her real issue. So it led her to make life-changing, altering her life in a major way mm-hmm. that now she's like, she's having issues and complications. Mm-hmm. And when they took an x-ray, they was like, it has like, what's the word? Um, mastast- mastasize? Or, I can't remember the word. But you know, like now it's like covered large portions of her of her um, tissue. Mm-hmm. And so he was like the only way for them. So like she has to go to like this like uh, surgeon that has he like he was like yo honest to God there really isn't a safe way to do this. He was like but he he was he's the best. The doctors gifted it to her. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna go. He's gonna help her. They even gave her like a hotel room for her stay when she's there to recover. He was like because this is not gonna be like easy right. And um. He was like, based off the x-rays, you know, the, the best solution for us to pretty much is to, like, do liposuction and try to get out uh, get out as much as that, whatever it is. He's like, and it started to harden. So, yeah. And she's like, I'm just praying that I can at least get the, my body back the way it was before I did this to it. And um, she recently just had a baby, too. Mm-hmm. And, um... And I was just watching and I was just saying to myself, like, man, you have to, like, she she obviously didn't make a good decision, but I don't know how women today still do that. Like, I don't understand how women still decide to be like, oh, yeah, because women are still doing this. People are still giving illegal butt injections. Like, I saw a woman lose her limbs. I don't know if you ever saw that article. Mm -hmm. Like, how you hate yourself that much that you're willing to put a foreign substance in your body that you don't. There's difference when you're laying on a surgery table. And even that is still a risk. No, absolutely. But he's not. And if you're not going to, like, get a breast lift or anything of that nature, like, he's not putting anything inside of you. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, to cut something and lift it and stitch it up is a whole different ball game than somebody putting something foreign into your body, you know? Yeah. And um, I, it was just, like, super scary to me. And, I, and I'm just like, yo... We have such a distorted view of 
self-love and, and, and positive body image that it like blows my mind to the point where people are losing their life and losing their health because they want to, they want this like image of perfection. Um, Cardi B even said it too. She was like, girl, I don't know what's in here. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know. And I, I'm just, I'm, I'm praying. fine right now. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm praying and I'm fine right now. But she's, she's, and she was the person I quoted. She was like, I don't know why people have an issue with it. I want to look perfect. What's my problem with me looking perfect? And she's right. You, you are, that's your body. You do what you want right. to do with it. But at the end of the day, you obviously did that because at one point you was a stripper mm-hmm. and you saw what the other, other strippers was looking like. Yeah. And you was like, okay, this could make me more money. And so I'm going to do it. You and know what another, I mean? It's like at what cost? Yeah. Like, you know, this is very personal to me, but I used to binge eat and you know how i used to remember i used to tell you like i used to feel very like bad about myself when mm-hmm. i would do that and i would like sometimes force myself to throw up mm-hmm. but i i dealt with that like i had you i had to dig deep and figure out like okay like i know that this is not making me any better right it's not making me any better so what am i gonna do moving forward so that's why i try to go all out with my the way i eat you gotta and if there's something that's you feeling crazy about you have to find a way to alleviate those feelings and truly make a change because this is really something going on it's it's deeper yeah i totally agree and it's like you don't realize the damage that you're doing to yourself um but i think it's like in my head too i'm just like if you and i know why anorexia and bulimia work because it's it's immediate gratification Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you feel like it's a relief but what you don't realizing is you're trying to <clears throat> release hurt and anger and mm-hmm. like you know um, emotions you never dealt with. You know the abandonment. I mean the list can go on and mm-hmm. on. Feeling unloved. You right. know, and so that's really what you're putting in your mouth, and that's really what you're throwing up. Mm-hmm. Not it ain't got nothing to do with how you actually look in the mirror. But mm-hmm. this is what you know how to control. You can control what you put in your mouth, and you, you can control, control right. And so that's why it, that's why it works. That's why it it it's, it makes the mind think that this is it's mm-hmm. working it's for me. Fuck. And you don't realize you're fucking up your esophagus. You're fucking up all these things. You have all these health issues. Like, yep. And um, thank you for sharing that. No problem. <laughs> because I know, like, someone is listening to this, and they're going to be truly inspired and feel not not alone. You know, because I think a, a huge part of um self-doubt and not having good positive body images just feeling alone you know Mm -hmm. feeling like you don't have nobody to talk to nobody feels the way you feel Mm -hmm. you know we're watching tv and looking on social media and looking at women who look perfect and Mm -hmm. so we don't see ourselves i think especially in like i mean obviously the show has a variety of listeners but in the black community like i think it's we don't talk about bulimia we don't talk about anorexia the way they do in the mainstream caucasian world like you know but it happens it's real like i experienced it for myself like you know what i mean like it happens and it's okay to talk about it but yep girl so if anybody needs any help help phone a friend need somebody to talk to yeah Mm -hmm. dm that yes because one of her is hacking Walk you on, walk you on down the uh the mountains, and one has done it, and one is trained to uh, <laughs> to walk you through it <laughs> legally. Give yourself a hug. Baby. Yes. Ah, <sighs> well, what is our hurt story this week? Mm. <laughs> so, mine is just quick. It's not really quick, but I'm gonna make it quick. Yeah. So, 
I went out with a friend and it's like a back and forth thing. I don't know. He likes me. I like him, but it's never really blossomed really. This has been going on. We've known each other for like four years. Anyway, so I just, I'm at a point where I'm just okay with just us being friends. Like that's it. We see each other every now and then, you know, it's just whatever. But he keeps pressing this issue of us like keep bringing up the conversation about, oh, being friends, not being friends, being attracted to each other, whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so I, my energy shifted and I just was pissed off towards the end of the conversation. So we parted our ways. He got out of my car and then I went on to call, uh, the person that I that I, I hold dear in my heart that I think I, I love every now and then. So I'm telling him, this is a, the fake boyfriend. I'm telling him, you know, well, I'm just not feeling it, whatever, whatever about me going to breakfast with the other guy, whatever. I knew you was, I knew it. That's why you sent me the voicemail is the conversation. That's how it starts. And then he proceeds to say, oh, I don't know why you keep dealing with these niggas out here. You just need to. And he references himself. Like, I just need to be there with him. Stop fucking saying shit that you, you, don't, don't you mean. can't back up. Yeah, you don't yeah. mean. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that just irritated the fuck out of me. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? So then when I started to tell him the facts, he didn't want to talk about it no more. Mm-hmm. Now we talking about shirts from Zara and ASOS. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, you know I'm talking about you. <laughs> you listening. <laughs> I'm just sick of it. <laughs> I don't know this story, but it sure sounds funny. I'm sick of it. I'm fed the fuck up. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. This is funny. Yep. And that's where I'm at with it. Young lives. You know, you young, 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 young millennials. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Pissing me off. Man, I tell you. It's, it's, not, it's not easy, y'all. It's not easy. It's not easy being alone. It's not easy being married. It's not easy being engaged. It's not none of those things. Relationships are hard, son. Friends, romantic, they're all difficult, son. I mean, some you love enough so you work through them. You figure it out. You love you love hard, mm-hmm. but some of them, um, I'm, that's how I feel. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. that's how you feel. Just somebody just you just blowing in the wind because you don't know if you're gonna left, right, middle, center. Mm-hmm. So that's why the ones that are like really precious to you, you gotta hold on to them. Mm, I guess. Yeah. What's your story? Ah, I don't know if I really have a story per se, but but, but um, I don't know if it was this week or last week, but I don't, I don't lie to myself but i don't listen to my truths mm, damn say that one more time <laughs> that was good that was good i don't i don't lie to myself i don't tell my thing tell myself things that aren't true mm-hmm. but i don't listen to my truths mm. so i speak truths to myself you know what i mean i i know I, like nobody could ever make me feel fucked up about my flaws because i know them you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but I don't follow my truths on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. And so for me this week, it was just like God was really, 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 really pushing me to the point where I was super uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and it's because I'm I'm not listening. And so I, 
I said to myself is like, you're you're stopping yourself. And if you don't, if you don't listen, mm-hmm. this is the feeling that you're going to continue having. And if you don't want this feeling, what are you going to do about it? And so that was my message to myself this week. And I decided that I'm going to do something about it. Hmm. So. So, you know, the new year's coming. So that's good that you're tapping into that and doing the work before all the new year's resolution people, <laughs> you know, you feel like you're getting a head start. I feel like, you know, um, it was we're in November and you're already. Yes. But I mean, I mean, that's a good point, but you know, I ain't worried about that. I you know could, you're not. You, you could start the, I don't give a damn if you start the, um, tomorrow. Yeah. That's, that's all that matters, you know, mm. but, and I don't know. I just think too, like, we look at people who are successful, right? Whatever your definition mm-hmm. of success is. And so you don't know the story, right? You don't know how that person got there. You don't know what they had to sacrifice. You don't know how they was brought up. You don't mm-hmm. know any of those things. All you're seeing is the success. And so we have a false understanding of what it takes to be successful. Right. Um, and most of us aren't willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. Most of us aren't willing to um, sacrifice. Most of us aren't willing to go through the growing pains, mm-hmm. um, to do the research, to um, be in uncomfortable situations, to be tired, mm-hmm. be fed up, be, you know, all those things. Um, you know, the things that you pride yourself on that you may not be able to do anymore because you're giving so much time to this, you mm-hmm. know? like, um, Yeah. And I just... I just think that we need to focus on true definition of what success means and and not to the world but to you and really knowing what that what's what's that going to take. Yeah. And think- that's the conversation that we have to have to ourselves like what does this work look like? Mm-hmm. Because you know sometimes you know a lot of these people especially those who are selling not not sell, you know I'll use the word selling cuz they are selling but like um the guy to leading a successful online business mm-hmm. click here put your information in listen to this da 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 mm-hmm. now the reason why those work is two reasons free and hope mm-hmm. and you also click it feeling like this is the answer she has the answer right but when you pay your money mm-hmm. and she gives you the youtubes and the booklets you're like oh shit this is work like I got to really write this out. I got to really read these. I got to really like mm-hmm. do the research still. She basically just gives me a template. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, then you don't do it. Then it's another $500, $400, $300, whatever you spent wasted because we're consistently, and that's why these people are so rich because we're consistently looking to do less work. Yeah. How can we do less work? How can we get here quick? But that's why I think like, I think you gotta be, like you said, tell your truth, like be honest with yourself because it's like, and I do think that sometimes you need to spend your money and fail, but not like, don't be obsessed with looking to someone else to figure out the problem, the mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing. Like we really have to like tap into like what works for you, what don't work for you. This webinar, you know, you got some deeper work to do. This webinar mm-hmm. is not for you right now, right mm-hmm. now. It might be later on. Mm-hmm. But what you know what I mean? I think that's just and you got like you said, it's like success is it's is subjective. Like mm-hmm. what does it mean to you? 
what is it to you? What are you truly looking to get out of this? Why are you doing this? And that's another thing. And I so that's good that you're like being like telling your truth and being real with yourself. I think that's extremely to yourself. Yeah. That's the person that freaking matters. That's the only person that matters. Exactly. That and God. <laughs> it's the only thing that matters. You but know I what I mean? I think that's dope. And I always believe in just one step. Mm-hmm. Regardless if you fail or not, one step. Slow grind is better than no grind. Because one step will literally change your life. Change your life. So. I could change your life too, baby. Woo, baby. Give it to me now. Yes. Mm, I could just think about my um, my um, garlic bites. Oh, you, you got more of those? And um, a pizza that's sitting out there. And, and, and my spaghetti I made yesterday. And I'm going to swallow it Ooh, down. You got, yeah, I saw mad food when I opened your fridge. <laughs> Yo, I was like, yes, won't he do it? Yeah, so that's that that, that you know once I once I finish this, that's what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna get back to work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. Well, we could jump into the quote. Okay, do we feel like a quote or a positive affirmation for for the for the week? Hit us with both if you got it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. So this positive affirmation will start with this. Mm. This is to take with you through the week. You keep saying it. You put it out into oh, the I'm atmosphere. Close my you put eyes it out into this. the energy. Okay. It says, Dear Money, I'm done. I'm ready. Dear Money, I invite you into my life to be treated well, respected, given, saved, invested, and circulated wisely. I enjoy plenty of you, guilt free. You are good to me, and I allow you to be. Mm. So you say that, you just put it in the atmosphere. Send that to me. We need to post that. Okay. Okay, so now the quote. The quote. I'll leave you with this. It's from Rob Hill Sr. Mm. He's a poet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, timing is everything. You have to believe that if you keep growing and learning, things will work out exactly how they're supposed to. Mm. Trust the journey. One more time. Timing is everything. You have to believe that if you keep growing and learning, things will work out exactly how they're supposed to. That's another thing we have to keep. Um, have peace with though. That ain't your time, huh? That is not your time. Yeah, not your time. Into what you've crafted in your mind, like you believe that this is this is this would be it for me. Mm-hmm. We gotta sometimes let those those things go. Mm-hmm. Those I, are goals, but you know what I mean. Like you don't know what God has in store for you. That's why I look at it more like God just use me to be a vessel to do the things I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Allow me to have happiness. Allow me to have growth and success. Just be truly happy. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. That was good. I need to post these. All right. We got (laughs) y'all. We love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. And Damina, where can they find us? You can find us on SoundCloud at Her and Her Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Her and Her Podcast. And you can find us on iTunes podcast platform, Her and Her Podcast as well. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, and share with everyone you know. Somebody you know is dealing with something we talk about. Somebody you know would love it. Enjoy it. Just share. Share, baby. We love you guys. Love you.